very first episode of Me, You, Us, a well-being podcast. I'm your host, Bill Krieger. Today is Well-Being Wednesday. And being that this is the first podcast, I'd like to introduce you to well-being with my special guest, Arethia Young. So, Arethia, if you would introduce yourself, we'll get the conversation started. Thank you, Bill. And hello, everyone. I'm very honored to be here today and speak on something that's very dear to my heart. And you have my promise that I will do everything within my power to be able to bring to you the tools and help that's needed to uh, empower and impact your personal well-being so that we can affect the world together. All right, perfect. Uh, so uh, speaking of well-being, um, like I was saying before, sometimes we confuse that with wellness. So can you maybe tell us what the difference is between those two? Absolutely. Um, most of us use the term well-being and wellness interchangeably. However, well-being refers to more of a holistic whole life experience. It's a high level personal self-awareness and fulfillment. Uh, wellness refers to more of our physical health. All right. Well, thanks for, uh, for uh, putting that together for us. And um, I remember as a team, we had talked about what are kind of the pillars or tenets of personal well-being. And I think we landed on five of them. They were mental, physical, social, professional, and financial well-being. Um, so we just want to briefly walk through each one of these today to kind of give an overview of what they are. And then in future podcasts, we'll kind of dive into each one individually. Um, so let's start out with mental well-being. Um, Arithia, what, is that, what does that mean to you? Mental well-being being is striving for a healthy mind. And it's like a learned sport. It's not a sprint, but it's a marathon where we make our decisions based on what we can control and what we cannot control. And at the same time, we're focusing on understanding and accepting our, uh, and being aware of our feelings and others' feelings. Uh, some of the things that I do to help with my mental health is I meditate. Uh, it's um, good to accept new challenges and develop some self-talks. Uh, then again, also reflect on uh, good times and good things. Okay, well, well, good. And, um, you know, you said self-talk in there, and that's interesting because um, most people have that internal dialogue, and it's sometimes important to keep that positive, I would think. Yes, yes, very. All right. Uh, so the next thing that, that uh, we landed on was physical health. Physical and mental health could kind of work together hand in hand, but what does physical health mean um, to you? Physical health is consuming a healthy diet um, that enhances good health. Being physically active uh, and absolutely getting enough sleep. Um, that's, those are things we struggle with, but start small and build. That's the most important, at least starting and building and uh, so that you can reach your optimum, our goal is optimum, optimum physical and mental health. All right. And you know, you talked about uh, starting out slow and, and building up, and I, it, it reminds me back in my, uh, my military days when I could run seven or eight miles, and I haven't done that in a long time, um, but I'm out there walking about two or two and a half miles a day right now, and not only do I feel physically better, but mentally I'm a little sharper, I sleep better at night, uh, my mood is better when I'm exercising yes. and eating. Yes. You find that as well? Absolutely. Uh, and I am building. I haven't, uh, I'm almost close to the four miles, but um, at least I've started. 
Oh, I got to catch up with you myself then. <laughs> Great. Um, the next one we landed on was social well-being. And that one's kind of interesting to me. So what does social well-being mean to you? Social well-being, um, we're all social beings, and it's important to stay connected. It's uh, building sustainable and meaningful relationships, being a positive contributor around uh, whether it be our family at work, the community, and the environment around you. We all have that opportunity um, and uh, taking advantage of that and just being able to create that positive uh, experience, not only for yourself, but for everybody. All right. And, you know, I, I remember you and I were talking not too long ago um, about social health, and we got on the conversation around social distancing. Um, and you had a great term of physical distancing. So, um, you know, I want to take too much time, but this was really kind of um, important to me. It really changed my perspective during during this time that we are social distancing. So you can kind of run through that a little bit where you were uh, talking about that. Well, yes, I. Um, when we look at social distancing versus uh, physical distancing, um, there, there can tend to be a little apprehension about reaching out. Um, at the same time, there are ways that you can do that. For example, um, we're virtually, this is, um, this is a virtual uh, podcast versus um, we in the past were able to meet and um, we're finding very innovative ways to be able to socially connect with each other. And um, it just not having that stigma that it's, it is okay to be uh, social, but at the same time, respecting that physical distance as well. All right, good point. Um, we maintain physical distance to stay healthy and we maintain social relationships to stay healthy as well. Yes. I, I like that concept. Uh, the next one uh, that we talked about, I believe, was financial well-being. Um, and, and really, what does that mean to you? Uh, financial well-being, we know that it plays a very critical part in a role in our lives. And not having enough money impacts our health and performance. It's very vital that we learn how to successfully manage and um, improve our financial expenses. Uh, some of the things that I've recently, um, and I've been working on for a number of years, is setting up an emergency fund. Um, it's okay to take advantage of the financial planners and resources that we have available. I uh, do take advantage of the Live Well 365. I, uh, there's some good resources there for managing your money. Uh, also, Fidelity, I've reached out to. Um, so there's um, opportunities, and um, and we have those opportunities, and I just would encourage everyone to take advantage of them. All right. And that, it's a great idea, and uh, we'll actually be bringing a financial plan around to talk about some of those concepts as well. So a great lead into that. Um, you know, finally, and uh, last but not least, is uh, the professional um, pillar. And really, all of these pillars are kind of equally important because they're the foundation of our personal well-being. So um, talk a little bit about professional well-being. Professional well-being, it's, um, it's um, I see professional well-being as something where we're uh, a career and that's where we're passionate about. And that's consistent with our values and our interests and our beliefs. Um, 
being able to develop some functional and transferable skills um, and taking advantage of opportunities um, of mentorship programs. And uh, actually, um, we have um, opportunities to, um, uh, we have uh, students that are co-op students. Um, uh, we have interns, contractors. Those are all opportunities to be able to um, professionally advance and reach out and, and learn from each other. So I, to me, that's very important. Yes, and you mentioned um, mentorship in there. And while we have actual mentorship programs through our ERGs and other groups uh, within the company, um, mentorships can also be, uh, you know, not official mentorships where you're uh, having, I've had um, mentors all through my uh, professional career and even in my personal life, people who have helped kind of guide me. Um, and, you know, they've been different people at different points in my life and career. So, um, you know, that, that mentorship concept is, uh, is really important for your professional um, development. Yes. So thanks for kind of walking us through that. Again, that was kind of a high level. We'll dig deeper into those in, in future episodes. Uh, you know, we looked at mental, physical, social, financial, and professional well-being today. Um, and I appreciate, Arethia, you uh, bringing your insight to this. Um, is there anything you'd like to say as we uh, close out the podcast? Uh, I would. I'd like to challenge everyone. Um, we all have a responsibility um, for the energy that we create for ourselves and that we bring to others. And we have choices and those choices in life, um, it's almost, it's like a circle that goes round and round. But at the end of those choices, it always points back to you. So just um, uh, be encouraged. Um, we're here and reach out. Uh, we've committed ourselves and I'm very honored to be a proud of this team that has dedicated uh, ourselves to, um, to uh, improve and influence uh, the well-being of our co-workers, families, friends, community, and the world. Well, thank you, Arethia, for joining us on our very first podcast. We appreciate you walking us through the five pillars of personal well-being and sharing your own personal perspective. Please be sure and join us next week when we talk with Carl Browning, a COVID survivor. You're not going to want to miss this one.